0: everybody welcome to another episode of the vile files ask nick edition i'm your host nick and i am with a bunch of people including <laughs> chrissy and the social Syn- syndicate and a bunch of callers who i'm pretty confident i saved their lives i don't you know you do. did i i don't know
1: every single every single person who calls in it's like life-saving should get you a shirt very I'd
0: gracious safer. but uh, it's uh I, I can't thank them enough for taking the time to share their stories uh it's not easy to do it's vulnerable it's scary uh sometimes we don't like the answers that we give but we know deep down it's what we need to do and i hope you guys are enjoying listening to them uh don't forget to send in your questions at ask at castmedia.com we know everyone has problems yeah you know so feel free to share feel free to- then oh. we get
1: to talk to me when you yeah. email us
0: um <laughs> A lot going on. We have a wonderful uh, uh, Bachelor recap coming up with the wonderful Rachel Harris. You might know her from the very hit show on Netflix, Lucifer. Uh, she's on the, the, she was in the Hangover movie. Wonderfully funny, hysterical, also big Bachelor fan. She helps break down uh, the Bachelor with us. And on Wednesday, get ready for Kelly Lee from the hit show Bling Empire. It's reality TV version of Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, yes? it's yeah. the
1: Netflix version of like yeah, Crazy Rich Asians. It's wonderful. Her, it's wild.
0: It's nuts. Um, you'll love it. Have to ask Nick her. 110%. We're gonna we're gonna have some fun for her with her, uh, all things. Uh, bling bling. All things bling bling. So be sure to check that out. Make sure to follow us on, on social. Don't forget our merch. Don't forget our. Don't forget we have merch. VileFiles.com. dot com. Uh, hoodies, t shirts, breakup books.
1: We're gonna spice it up a little bit, so check out the. We're always dropping. To make sure. We're gonna
0: be dropping new merch all the time. Be be looking out for that. Uh, other than that, send those questions. Yeah. Always like to remind our Ask Nick people. Go ahead and give us some five stars. Go ahead and send yeah. us some reviews. It's not hard. I really appreciate it. Just click a just button. Just know that when you're giving us the five stars, I'm thinking of you, and if I could, <laughs> I'd, I'd give you a warm embrace and just say thank you. <laughs> All oh, you want.
1: What's your time with me? Let's ask Nick your sexy questions.
0: How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. What's your name?
2: My name is Victoria, and I am 33.
0: Hi, Victoria. How can I help?
2: Well, I'm calling in about uh, my marriage. Uh, we have been married for nearly 10 years, um, and. We are just in a really bad spot, honestly. A little bit of backstory. We met uh, when I was 22, married at 23, um, and everything was pretty great. We were best friends, and during our dating life, I did notice some red flags, but I kind of looked past them, Um, got married, and things kind of fell apart pretty quickly with my family. My mom passed away we had a miscarriage and then three years of infertility. So everything was pretty rocky for the most part. Now it's just, you know, we have a five and a three year old and we're not connected at all.
0: Do you remember any good times?
2: Yes, I do. Um, like I said, we had a great dating, you know, beginning, but we were kind of always on two different schedules. I worked a lot of nights. He worked a lot of days. So we really were intentional about the time that we spent together. But at the same token, we... um, I think we became like our own identity and not so much as a couple. So we forgot how to be a couple, sure. I guess. Until I moved jobs and then, you know... Uh, and then we didn't really know how to be together all the time.
0: Obviously, you've been married for 10 years, and, and it sounds like you guys had your problems. So, like, what's prompting you to call in now, and what specific questions that you, you have that maybe I could have a, an opinion on, other than, like, I've, you know.
2: There's a lot of different things that we don't really agree on. Um, parenting style, uh, religion now has been an issue for us.
0: Is that that's um, a new? It's a new issue.
2: I'm a Catholic, um, not so much practicing anymore, but it's my faith is a pretty big deal to me. Um, he had voiced at the beginning before we had kids, before we got married, that he was interested in that part of my life, but that, you know, he would accept it. He would be supportive of it. And as the years have gone on, not very supportive. Um, what
0: do you describe not supportive?
2: Um, like if I mention, um, to the kids about my mom, uh, being in heaven, sorry, I get a little emotional when I talk about her, it's Okay, <laughs> but he's like, well, there is no heaven or, oh, um, so it's
0: not, he doesn't just let it slide. He, he,
2: no, even in conversations with like family or friends, he'll kind of make jokes about it. Like, uh, he just doesn't believe in God at all. Okay. So he's kind of passive-aggressive about it, thinks it's kind of funny.
0: Um, So he's saying is it a joke? I mean, does he have, like, an actual problem with your kids believing in the possibility of a higher power?
2: I really believe so, but he's never actually voiced it.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, what do you – like, where are you at right now? Like, what – you know, it sounds like you're not happy in your marriage and you're considering your options, yeah? Or –
2: yeah, I'm really tossing, um, I'm really tossing the divorce idea at this
0: point. What, what What's stopping you, I mean, from the obvious of, you know, hey, divorce is difficult, there's a financial component, there's obviously the family component of your kids, but what, are there specific reasons why you would stay versus go? I mean, this, is, this sounds like a weighing the pros and cons situation.
2: So when I dig deep into it, a lot of it is, like, the unknown of, like, being a single mom, Um, the financial aspect of it, because we've built a pretty good financial life together, Uh, no debt, uh, we never wanted the finances to be an issue in our marriage. So we've been pretty good about that part, but separately, it would be hard for me to be a parent on my own. And still have the things that my kids that I want for my kids.
0: So if you got divorced, he would stop being like. Do you have very little expectations on his ability to co-parent in a in a separation situation? Yeah,
2: I do, um, because he can be very cold, um, even in arguments. If I'm like, hey, can we talk about this? He's like, no, I don't, I don't really want to talk about it. Or I mean, what's, um, what's
0: he do now? I mean, the way you're describing him, he sounds like a total dead, deadbeat. Like what, I mean, is there. So I, I, The I,
2: great things about him, he's a great father. Um, he's, he's he, very, he is a great um, father.
0: So if you got separated, you think he would stop being a great father?
2: No, but I think he would make it harder on me. He would make it very difficult for me to be happy. Do you without think,
0: him. do you think he is, is he aware of your disappointment in the relationship? Yes. Does he care?
2: It's a lot of it's very like, um, he has a lot of issues with me <laughs> and I have a lot of issues with him, but I'm willing to talk about them and he's not really wanting to talk about them or wanting to try to get better in those areas. So I'm very open to his feedback. Um, a lot of his big things was, you know, he works more than I do hours wise. So he wants me to do more around the house, more cooking, more cleaning. So that way he can have his relaxing time. He m- made it uh, very clear to me over the last month that he's very unhappy with our sex life. Okay. Um, and there's not a lot of like great feedback that I get from him most days.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, listen, it, I, It sounds like you guys aren't obviously communicating effectively. I I can't imagine guy or girl, two people who would want to put themselves in such a miserable situation. I mean, you sound miserable.
2: I am, (laughs) but but he's very comfortable in the life that he's built. So he's not miserable in the sense of like, he likes, the idea of our family, but he's not really
0: willing to put the work in for it. So is he fully aware of how miserable you are?
2: Um, He doesn't know that I'm like on the breaking point.
0: Okay. Well, that might, might be time to and make because, him aware.
2: I guess that's kind of part of the issue is I don't know how to voice that because I'm very nurturing. I care deeply about him because i put his needs before mine for so long i don't know how to break that barrier.
0: I guess i don't have a specific answer or like an exercise you can do, but i think you just need to start prioritizing your <laughs> needs. I mean, it's just one of those things where you can't help how you feel, right? Like right now, look at i mean you're you sound miserable, sad. I don't know how you are when you're, you know, not talking about it with friends. I suspect if you have a girlfriend or a friend or a relative that you have, or is a confident that you talk about too, you probably sound the same. But I think it's, at this point, you're running about options to try to mask your feelings. I mean, you just gotta be honest with the guy and make it very clear. I mean, what you're only 33, you know? Yeah. Uh, you can't be miserable for that much longer without, you know, you're, you're just gonna reach a breaking point. Don't give him things he doesn't deserve at this point. It's never a bad time to support your healthcare professionals in your life, and uh, whether it's a, there's a pandemic or not. And figs is a great way to support the healthcare people you love because everyone likes being comfortable and looking stylish. And in the healthcare world, scrubs sometimes traditionally have been not as comfortable and not as stylish. And and figs is kicking ass in the scrubs. Yes. Game. Uh, they have a variety <laughs> of colors, a rainbow of colors, if you will, a to, rainbow to to select from. Uh, the important people in my life, who are healthcare professionals, can't say enough about their figs. Uh, they they've stolen mine, and I'm happy. I'm happy to allow them to do that. And uh, also, if you're not a healthcare professional and you want really comfortable loungewear, figs. If you want to look like a doctor, because you know people think doctors are hot, grocery shop and figs. Yeah. Just saying that's a
1: good way to get a date grocery shop and some figs Good and conversation maybe someone will pick starter. you up because they think you're awesome. It's like, oh, a you're doctor.
0: a doctor. Oh no. It's like, why? Oh you know. man. But how about we go on a date? You're allowed to wear scrubs at the grocery store. It's not their fault. They think you're a doctor.
1: No, it's not their fault that you like functionality, softness and comfortability. That's right.
0: So if you are one <laughs> of the awesome humans who are working healthcare, or you just want to look like a doctor, figs wants you to wear the scrubs that you deserve and enjoy 15% off your first order and if you are uh, not working the front lines as we discussed, there's many ways and reasons why you should also have figs you can also get 15% off too use code V-I-A-L-L 15, that's V-I-A-L-L 15 at checkout head to wearfigs.com, that's W-E-A-R-F-I-G-S.com and enter my code V-I-A-L-L 15 at checkout get ready to love your scrubs I'm down to support any company that was started by a couple named Rich and Vicky. It just sounds like a, a nice little <laughs> company I want to support. Turns out they also make the best sheets and towels and hand towels and loungewear in the world. Added bonus <laughs> of supporting a cute little company called Brooklyn because their owners are named Rich and Vicky. It's just adorable. <laughs> Brooklyn has over 50,000 five star reviews and counting the most review the best the most important review is mine because Brooklyn is awesome, and I swear to God, if you put on their sweatpants and sweatshirts, you will never want to take them off. It's completely amazing and truly unbelievable. So pillows, towels, loungewear, hand towels, they have other things as well to to put around your house that all look good. They even offer a 365-day money-back guarantee. Well, that is truly unbelievable, almost crazy, but they do it. So it's twenty twenty one. Rich and Vicky. Yeah, rich and Vicky. They're crazy. Uh, they crazy crazy. Crazy cats doing crazy guarantees. But you know what? It's Woo-hoo. to your benefit. And in twenty twenty-one, do something nice for yourself and start the new year right by adding some Brooklyn in your life. Go to Brooklyn.com and use promo code V-I-A-L-L and get $25 off when you spend hundred dollars or more, plus free shipping. That is B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N dot com and enter code V-I-A-L-L, to get $25 off when you spend $100 or more, plus free shipping, brooklyn.com, and use promo code V-I-A-L-L at checkout. I wouldn't spend a lot of energy trying to pretend you don't feel a certain way, you know, or or hide your feelings. Uh, if he, you know, when, you, when he brought up he wasn't happy with your sex life, did you guys have a conversation about that, or did you just leave the room, and, you know, I imagine how that might hurt your feelings. Like, how'd that go?
2: It did hurt my feelings, of course. Um... But I guess over the years, he had mentioned things about um, things he liked, things he didn't like, and I remembered them, accepted them, and, you know, we just didn't really revisit them. Um, And when I mean, like, things like lingerie or dress up or like things like that, he doesn't really, it wasn't a thing for him. Now his thing is, well, you don't dress up for me. <laughs> you don't spice things up very often. I guess I took it more to the other, like to the extreme kind of, um, where I thought that he did or didn't like something. And now he's saying he does. Over the years when I've asked him, do you like this? Do you don't like this? Are you satisfied with this? Everything was just okay. He didn't really voice any concern until now, whenever you know, I'm starting to open up more to him, telling him more of how I feel going through my therapy um, and dealing with my anxiety and depression. I have to unfold these things, you know, um, and he's just not comfortable listening to a lot of it. Um, so with our, when our, going back to our sex life, I just feel like I'm not satisfying him at all when we're having sex.
0: Does he is he satisfying you no <laughs> so i i guess i'm just you know with these questions i'm asking you uh, how long can you keep guys keep doing this both you and him i mean it just sounds like uh, for me i've been in relationships certainly not a decade long where i you know you're you're not happy and and maybe you reach a point where you're just like you both realize you're miserable and then you try to address it and try to make it work and see if you can fix the problem. If not your relationship ends, but like you're married or not, kids or not, you guys are both human and you're just, you're going to reach a breaking point of being miserable. And I can't, I just can't imagine the way, the way you sound or the way you feel that he can be this oblivious to how miserable you are, unless you are hiding it or putting on a good face. And if he is the type of person who truly just doesn't give a shit, then that's your answer. It's sad as and difficult as it might be. Um, um
2: Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. I mean, um, you, you, you
0: said to me you're afraid of how, how difficult he might make your life if you decided to ask for a divorce. And again, I'm only going on by what I'm hearing now. How much more difficult or miserable could you be? if you had your freedom or, 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 left a toxic situation where you felt like someone didn't give a shit about your feelings or didn't hear you out or wasn't interested in your happiness. I mean, the poss, even just being single and just knowing that you had the possibilities of meeting someone new is a more exciting, uh, frame of mind. Yeah. And then, yeah, you know, there's a good chance he is, you know, exes can be bitter and petty, especially early on, you know, might be frustrated. And he'll have to try to get over that. And if he, the worst case scenario, he just continues to be a dick, which sucks. I mean, but at least you that will only be a part of your life. Now it's all of your life. Now it's where you go home. You know, you're the place, your home that which should be the most safe, the safest and most relaxing kind of sanctuary is probably a place where you were you avoid going or you get anxiety or you're just like, oh, my, he's home from work like uh, now we're going to
2: Well, and that's kind of part of the problem is I work from home, take care of my kids from home, take care of him from home. I think whenever I leave the house, I feel almost free. I don't enjoy coming back home. I don't enjoy when the kids are gone because I I have to be with him more than I actually like to be with him because I'm so afraid of what's going to happen. Is there going to be an argument? Are we not gonna enjoy our time together? I put all these high expectations for me to make it better. And I don't feel like it's it's being reciprocated most days. Yeah,
0: so, I mean, you're just gonna have to come to a, a realization and decide, is there a chance to fix this relationship? The, what you're describing now, it doesn't sound like there is. You're, you're describing a situation where y- you know you're miserable and you don't even know how much effort you're willing to put in anymore. Regardless of that, the way you see it, he's not interested at all of addressing anything. I mean, I don't know how he could be comfortable with this environment, but it sounds like you think he is. Um, And if that's how you feel, then I don't like it doesn't matter how badly you want to make this work. If he's not interested in fixing anything, it's never going to get better. So if that's if that's the case, then you need to decide whether, you know, and it's the, the answer is there's nothing to decide. I mean, you can't stay in this environment. For that much longer i mean you're just you know once you've planted that seed in your head of maybe wanting a divorce it's not going to since the situation is not going to get better your your desire to maybe have some freedom isn't going to change it's only going to grow
2: yeah my question now is how do I bring these feelings up to him other than just being so blunt and on it? I mean, yeah, I I don't obviously his feelings, but
0: well, you might, you might have to, I mean, if anything, if there's a chance of him doing anything, it sounds like, and I think this is fairly common is that he's gotten so comfortable. He ultimately doesn't really respect or consider your uh, feelings as that important. You know, he kind of dismisses them or blows them off or just assumes you'll get over it from what you're describing. He doesn't sound like he's afraid that you're he's going to lose you or you're going to be gone, that he has gotten comfortable with your, your kind of your caregiving mentality. And so if he's ever going to change, you're, you're going to have to scare the shit out of him. You know, you are have to make him believe that you might you're actually at the end of your rope. So I think you shouldn't worry about hurting his feelings. You're not doing it to hurt his feelings. You're not doing it to be mean. You're just being honest. And if it happens to hurt his feelings, well, then that might be the one thing that sparks some real change. I wouldn't get your hopes up, but yeah. I, I wouldn't be afraid to hurt his feelings. If being honest with your feelings about how you feel and what you're not receiving in a relationship hurts their feelings, then that's a his problem. Especially if he's not willing to do it about it. You're, you're not saying it in a cruel way. You're, you're basically begging and pleading with him. I I want to make this work, you know, but I hear our needs. And uh, do you want, it sounds like, have you presented the possibility of couples therapy to him? I mean, it's not, and he's. Yeah,
2: I have. I've mentioned, you know, like I'm unhappy. I'm unhappy with how we are as a couple. And he says what? And he, when I mentioned marriage counseling, he's like, I don't, we don't need marriage counseling.
0: Well, it's not really for him to decide. I mean, in a sense, he can just if he he can say you don't. But if one party in a relationship thinks they need uh, relationship counseling, then the relationship needs it. Okay. two people have to decide that they don't need it and they could still be wrong. But if one person thinks they, you know, the, the, the relationship is struggling to the point where they need a third party to maybe help, then that's what the relationship needs. Because one person can't just dismiss the other person's feelings about the state of a relationship. I mean, they certainly can, but it doesn't make them right. And so he, you you just be like, well, if you need to make that clear, like okay. he, he's ba- he's dismissing your feelings once again. And well, I'm miserable. I've been miserable. We can't. Mm-hmm. we you 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 seem disinterested in doing this. I, and you could be like, well, maybe you're not hearing me. Maybe I'm not articulating it a certain way, but either way, I I don't want to keep feeling this way. But again, he I he I don't think he ever really believes you're going to leave. So he's not taking your feelings seriously. So being honest is what you really need to do. And and not worrying about hurting his feelings is what you really need to do, because you've been uh, you've been avoiding that.
2: I have for many years. um, Just kind of put my feelings aside for him for so long that I don't know how to bring mine up to the table most days.
0: I I think you know work with your therapist or or something but you're going to have to. I mean, what do you have to lose at this point?
2: Um, nothing, really. Yeah. I mean, other than my comfortable lifestyle that we live. I don't really have anything. Doesn't sound live.
0: that sound doesn't sound that comfortable. I mean, how yeah. how how comfortable can you be when you, you know, sound like this? You sound miserable. I am. So, And I've been in relationships where I'm fucking miserable, and that sucks. You just wake up every day. You're just like, ugh, today. It's like you wake (laughs) up. You want today to be over with because like that person's just there, and you've tried, and you're just like, you don't get along, and you just you kind of hate each other.
2: I have just been pretending for so long. I think that's what it comes down to. Is just I've been trying to just there you go seem happy, seem interested because it's just what he needs
0: and i I I think you need to stop stop saying that to yourself and if 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 that's what's really going on then you just need to stop doing that you know what he needs or caring about him like you're not his mom you know so stop acting like his mom and i think you need to kind of hold yourself more accountable that way because you can't make excuses for him, or, or, oh well, I don't want to hurt his feelings. You just, just be honest. It's all you can really do at this point. And I'm sorry you're going through it, and it sucks. But uh, there, if get yourself out of the situation. You know, maybe give it a last ditch kind of effort. You know, bring up therapy again. Make it very clear and- that if he's unwilling to make it work, then it's over. Like, not that you think it's over. Or, you know, just this is where you stand. And he might make threats and throw a temper tantrum and that's fine. You know, you can, you'll make it work. People do get divorced. It sucks. It can be a very difficult time in someone's life. I understand that, but, uh, people do get through it and they do get over it. And it, you know, it might take some time, but maybe in two years, you can be in a much better situation if you do something about it in two years. If you stick with him and he, you guys do nothing about it, you're going to, you'll be exactly like this, maybe more miserable.
2: You said something that really um, kind of hit home was he's not probably afraid of losing me at this point because he doesn't think that I'll ever leave him.
0: Well, there you go. I mean, he's giving and- he, he's giving you all the the clues. He's he's leaving you the breadcrumbs. I think you just need to find some courage and some strength yeah. to, to do it. And I know it's scary, but, you know, and, and hopefully you have a support system or friends or or family to to. <laughs> you know, get you through that. Because, um, yeah, it can be scary and you'll feel lonely, but you're already alone right now. I mean, I, you know, every time you get scared of losing this situation, just remind yourself how miserable you are in the situation you're afraid to give up. you right? right.
2: I just need to, <laughs> I just need to be a big girl and do what I need to
0: do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you do. And it sucks and I'm sorry, but it's kind of what you need to do.
2: Okay. So one other question for you then, if I do, when I do tell him this and I do mention uh, couples counseling again, if he dismisses it or if he accepts it, how do I completely owe myself to fixing the problem if he's actually willing to do the work? Because I'm so unhappy now.
0: Well, I mean, if you're not, well, don't make it, don't offer him the opportunity to fix it if you're already checked out you decide for yourself okay And if you're willing to make it work then see if he is but hold him accountable you know
2: so basically stop giving him the upper hand and making those decisions
0: you and know to start uh, start making your feelings a priority okay okay
2: all right thank you i appreciate
0: all right. best it best of luck take care thank you all right bye-bye you too all you family planners out there, if you're looking to put a baby in the oven, Modern Fertility is here to help.
1: 2021, what else are you doing but stay at home and doing it?
0: It's, a, it's a, always a good time of the new year to do a health check. And uh, for the people who are, are wondering if uh, now is the time to start a family or maybe just get ahead of it, maybe you want to start a family when you're 10 years from now. But it's great to have the information now to to see what that's like. There's things we can do to put ourselves in good situations, right? To to you know if we want that's kids correct. in the future.
1: And it's not just about family planning. Remember, it's also about getting to know about your women's overall health.
0: Which is important to me too.
1: It is very important.
0: Modern fertility is here. I'm glad
1: you're concerned for my health.
0: I'm I'm concerned for everyone's health. Um what if I told you, Chrissy? that you could get important fertility insights without going to the doctor. Would you believe it?
1: I know this to be true because I've used modern fertility.
0: Well, modern fertility makes that possible with easy at-home fertility hormone testing. Knowledge is power, and when you know more, you can make better decisions for your body, your health, and your future. There aren't many decisions bigger than having a kid, but for many women, I'm just, you know, it's what I hear. Their fertility is a big (laughs) question mark. Traditional testing with your doctor can cost over $1,000, but Modern Fertility only costs $159 to get the same information. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash V-I-A-L-L, then you get $20 off your test. So that's only $139 for those who aren't great at math. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off their test when they go to modernfertility.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That's right. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Modernfertility.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That means your test will cost $139 instead of the hundreds or thousands it could cost at a doctor's office. How's it going?
3: Hey, how are you? Good. What's I'm your name? Sarah.
0: Oh, nice Sarah. To, nice to meet you, Sarah. How old are you?
3: I am twenty-five.
0: Awesome. How can I help?
3: I wrote in about a situation uh, with this girl. And I have some more clarity on the situation, but I kind of want to get your take on it. Um, and how to put what I'm thinking into practice. All right. Well, basically. let's,
0: uh, let's hear it. Let's hear the story. What's going on?
3: Okay. So last August I was going out um, with this girl a couple times and I had recently gotten out of a relationship and sort of my first big heartbreak. So I wasn't really in a place to date or I figured that out. Um, but the girl I was dating, um, the new girl, she, um, was pretty much what I was looking for and I, like what I considered long-term. Uh, so I didn't, I, once I figured out that I just wasn't in the space to date, um, I didn't want to go any further with her and fuck around with her. Cause I was like, kind of, she had potential. So I kind of, I guess wanted to keep her in my back pocket. Time goes on and we kind of decide we're just going to be friends And time goes on and I end up meeting my ex and getting a lot of closure from that situation.
0: What do you mean? Like you met someone who then you started dating and then they're now your ex or you like ran into Uh, The
3: heartbreak girl. The heartbreak girl. So she wanted to meet up for drinks and I foolishly said yes and just got a lot of closure from that and realized I was totally, I had been hung up on her. And couldn't really see the potential that was in front of me with this new girl. Okay, and so with the new girl, we stayed friends. And then in, in that, when I met up with the ex and got that closure, that was I think in November, late November, right before Thanksgiving.
0: And so that was a and positive conversation. Like you, you went and met up, and you felt no. like it, got, it wasn't. So why do you say you got closure from it?
3: Um, I guess it wasn't a positive. Like I had. I was pretty bottled up about how I felt about this situation and kind of like got really upset. It was positive in that I realized I was better off without that girl in my life.
0: Why is it anything but positive then? I mean, you got clarity. Clarity Uh, is one of the best things you can get out of any conversation, whether it's with someone you're dating or with someone you used to date or, or not dating. I mean, it stings a little bit sometimes, but really frees us up.
3: Okay, I agree. Then it's definitely bad for your ego,
0: good for your soul. Yes, clarity.
3: It didn't. It didn't take away the pain or the sting of it, but I was much more able to move on and not romanticize that old relationship. That
0: sounds like an excellent conversation that you had. Yes. All right.
3: So. So I I only point that that out because I think when
0: you tell that story even to yourself. Or other people, mm-hmm. I think it's important for you to just call it positive. Think of it as positive, and don't yeah. let your ego think of it as like a not a great conversation or a disappointing conversation. Mm-hmm. I think you, the way you frame it to yourself, plays a big role in, in how you, you know, think about it, interpret it, and and uh, how you can check your ego. So
3: yeah, that's true. That's true. And so that conversation was the like impetus for me to reach out to this other girl Mm. um who I kind of put on my the back burner and uh I shot my shot and it went okay she was sort of in a a new situation with another girl but that's murky because this girl is quote unquote straight and like Trying to figure it out. So to me, I was like, if I can slide back into that situation, maybe like she'll choose me kind of a thing.
0: The one you see life partner potential with is someone that she hasn't totally identified herself as being gay?
3: No, she is. But she, meanwhile, I had said no to her. She kind of started something else with someone else. Who was the guy? A new girl. There's a lot of players in the game.
0: All right. So- the person you saw potential with that person is gay.
3: She is gay. Okay. Yes.
0: And you shot your shot with her. Mm-hmm. And what happened?
3: Basically, she said really, if, the, if there wasn't a question mark with the other girl, she would totally date me that she had been really into me the first time we dated and was actually pretty disappointed when I had shut that down. Okay. Um,
0: so, so you, you, approached her you kind of shot your shot and she said you're great and I otherwise would but I'm kind of seeing someone else and I want to see where that goes before I do anything with anyone else right yes okay and then and then what
3: the last time we talked um, we met up for a drink and she drove me back to my car and afterwards like we kept the conversation pretty platonic but then afterwards, I was like, I texted her and I said, um, you know, hey, even though we kept everything pretty platonic, our conversation, I like really wanted to kiss you at the end. And she and I said, I don't know if that's stupid. And then she called me up and was like, no, that's not stupid. I felt the same way, like, and she was saying that obviously, like, we still have chemistry. So there was a really strong potential from my end of thinking if I can hang around like because also the girl that she's dating is not in the same city so I'm here I'm like out I'm we already have like some mutual friends like okay initially my thought was out of sight out of mind for that other girl I'm here and now if I just make myself available I guess like maybe' She'll see what's kind of in front of her being me.
0: And you're wondering, is, is that your question? Like whether you have the right game plan for this person? Is that your big goal? You want to tr- figure out how to date this your this person, this girl? What do you want? Forget about how you go about it. What do you want? If I were a genie um, and, and I said, yeah, I, I got some free time today. When it comes to your relationship life, I'm here to grant any wish that you want. What would you say to me?
3: I mean, I think I would want to try and date her. I think I'm a little bit tired, But the again, uncertainty if I were a, of it.
0: Okay. That's fine if you're exhausted. I think you need to start, you know, figuring out what you want. You know, again, I don't care. So you should just tell me the truth, like, about what you want, right? And if you are just exhausted, yeah. then there's your answer. Maybe you just kind of like, well, well, as far as this girl goes, in reality, she is giving you an answer. It doesn't matter if there's chemistry. Right. It doesn't matter if she would have wanted to kiss you if she – You know, her honest answer was, I'm in this situation right now and I want to see it through. And I want to make this other person a bigger priority right now than I'm willing to make you one. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Right. This idea that, well, she like we, we, we do this sometimes. Well, then all of a sudden feel like the friend or the parent to this person and we'll start nitpicking the relationship that they have or what we think they have. Well, this person lives far away and I'm right here. Why would they want a long distance relationship when they can have a short term relationship with someone as great as me? You know, so I'll just remind them that I'm available. You know, like that's that's not the way to do it. Like she knows that you she likes you. You've put it out there, you communicated, it, that's great. And now what you should do is move on and live your life. You know, not be available. You know, you definitely do not want to let her know that you're waiting. Because if yeah. if if you let someone know that they're waiting, they'll tend to let you wait until it's convenient for them. So you'll just give her more permission to see this through with this other person. And then if it doesn't work out with them, they, they, you'll get this call six months from now. Hey, what are you up to? Let's get a, grab a drink, you know, Mm -hmm. but in the meantime, you should go anyone you date right now, anyone you get to know, uh, they'll probably not hear of it. And if they do, it's not going to make them like you less. It'll make them like you more They'll. They'll get a little jealous and they'll maybe be like, they'll be afraid to, of, of losing a good thing. Who knows? But the fact that you're exhausted, you know, great. You can, there's nothing to do anyways. You got your answer. You know? So you definitely should stop thinking of a ways of trying to change their mind. Yeah. Cause like that's making you exhausted, right? It sounds like and it's making you question yourself and then your ego's wondering why you're not good enough and, 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 you know, timing. You you were caught up in this other person. You weren't ready to date this new person. New person started dating someone else. You shot yourself with a new person. It wasn't the right time. And who knows? Maybe they need to see this through. And if if you both find yourself to be single in six months, then maybe you guys will see where this goes. There's nothing to beat yourself up over it. You know, I don't. You didn't do anything wrong. You mm-hmm. know, if they were that into you, then. They would have, you would have gotten an answer that you wanted.
3: I guess my other question would be, I sort of introduced her to my friend group. She doesn't have a lot of like gay people and like gay community. So I was like, sure, you can come along. Like, you know, I was fine with her being around if I had invited her. Then this is might be selfish. I mean, because I want her to have friends and people she can relate to but I don't know how to go about like, cause I don't want to hear about her relationship. So she's
0: in your friend group? Her.
3: Like, yes, essentially not like really because <laughs> the pandemic, but you're,
0: you're being very unclear she, with everything. Yeah. Um,
3: she yeah. gets invited to things. And again, I'm not even like going, I'm not doing much because of the pandemic, but I see that people hang out and I see she's there. And I'm like, those are my friends. And like, I don't know.
0: You sent some text messages. This is a conversation between you and the new new girl that you like.
3: Yeah, and that was sort of after trying to say again how much of a how comfortable I am with her. Because I say something like, um, you know, I don't. I'm not very honest or vulnerable uh, easily. Like my communication is bad, honestly. I can tell. And so it, yeah. <laughs> I have way too many thoughts to put them into words, like, yeah, concisely.
0: Could be something you could practice on. And, mm-hmm. You know, just say what you feel. Stop mm-hmm. stop discounting your feelings. It sounds like you do that a lot, where you'll have a thought, and, be, and then you'll be in the middle of saying something, and you'll you know kind of judge your own thoughts and feelings. Just say yeah. it. Just put it out there. Yeah. You know, maybe this last person stung you a little bit, you know? I think that was a good exercise for you again I think that was great clarity and closure even though it didn't go your way and here you are mm-hmm. you're like you're already moved on to someone else how bad was that you know this past relationship you dread having a conversation I don't doubt that a lot of things were said that you didn't want to hear in the moment but you're you mm-hmm. survived it and you mm-hmm. even had you even liked someone else you know yeah, You got over it pretty quickly, to be honest. You wrote, I know I kind of said this before, but I really appreciate the communication we've, ha- we've had or do have. It's been honest, and that type of honesty hasn't felt like I had to work really hard to pull it out of me. It comes much more naturally. Just want to say I appreciate that. She says, hey, absolutely. And the road goes both ways thank you for exactly the same thing. You've been nothing but transparent with me from the beginning and that's just really where, so know that I don't take that lightly. Yeah, just that message alone sounds like they like you, but they're just trying to be nice. And then you wrote, I think yeah. that in part, you set the precedent for being honest. So that's like, you're trying to add to it and we're, you know, because mm-hmm. this is like, oh, well, you're like, no, I wanna, I wanna, I really like you. I, yeah,
3: I know. I tried to shoot yeah, my shot
0: again. Yeah, you can tell. I think that in the part you set the precedent of being honest with your feelings, too. So thank you for that. I know good communication doesn't come naturally for me, so it's rare that I feel that way. Just saw that you said that was rare, too. Ha <laughs> it's okay. We both know how much we love bud words. So cry face emoji. I mean, you know, it just comes from a place of respect and care for you as a person. And I, I'm really glad you felt comfortable enough that you can tell me how you feel. And you're right. I mean, to be honest, I think it's a unique situation, my honesty. So it just kind of comes from a, a deeper place for me, potentially, regardless. There's not many people I think have a connection with, and that's not uh, not lost on me. Yeah, you keep saying the same thing over and over, and she keeps saying the same thing over and over. You're just like, hey, you're special yeah. to me. I can't. I'm cringing at my you're, you're trying to tell her that uh, she brings out the best of you and, and you want to be next to her because you feel safer around than anyone else. And she's like, thanks for letting me know. That sounds really nice. I want to say something nice in return. She doesn't know what else to say. But it's pretty clear. Yeah, she's just not in the right place to be in a relationship mm-hmm. with you right now. She's either not interested in you, you at all or, or she's just more interested in someone else. So I think you just need to let go of that I think these are fine these are great interactions in terms of like you know dating's hard and and she's just one person I mean does she really she that easy to communicate with compared to someone else or is she just different than the other girl who you really had a crush on and kind of broke your heart
3: I think it's probably that the second but it's just a big contrast to that girl which it was just like horrible conversations or communication. So yeah, I'm probably a little bit giving this girl too much credit. Probably.
0: I think, you know, since you are single, right. You, it's a great mm-hmm. opportunity to work on how you communicate with people. You're doing a good job. You know, put it out there. You, you did a good job. I wouldn't regret saying how you felt. I wouldn't regret telling you your, your vulnerability. These are another, another excellent example of, of you being honest, not getting what you want and surviving it. I think you just kind of almost need to change your perspective on some of these honest conversations and vulnerability that you're showing with people. And and you can almost see it as a failure or you see it as a, something that didn't go the way you hoped. Being yet these are kind of positive moments for you.
3: Yeah, I think it's been a learning lesson on rejection. And I think that's been a good thing. So,
0: As far as her being your friend group, I think mm-hmm. you need to be stop telling her how great she is I wouldn't be difficult. I wouldn't be mean, but don't let her think that you're waiting around, you know, start Mm -hmm. dating, you know, be very chill, be very casual with her. And, uh, she knows where to find you. You've made it very clear that you Mm -hmm. are into her. You don't need to keep saying it or reminding her. And I, I wouldn't, you know, in a month be like, just, you know, feel the same way.
4: Okay.
3: I won't check in on how her relationship is.
0: Definitely. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't act. Don't pretend to be her friend. You're yeah. Not, don't you're not interested in being her friend, so don't mm-hmm. lie to her about that. You know, you've would been very good about being direct. Don't go back on it. Don't don't pretend. Okay. So, all right. Okay. All right. Well, best of luck.
4: Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate
0: okay. it. Yeah. Bye bye. How's it going?
4: Hey, it's uh, Rachel. 26.
0: Hi, Rachel. How can I help?
4: Um. So I am mostly calling for a little perspective on kind of the situation I'm in with my boyfriend right now. Okay. Um, We've been together almost a year. So we started dating not too long before the start of lockdown. So most of our relationship has been a quarantine sort of situation. Um, And I think what I'm starting to notice is that we're at different points in our life. Um, Not so dramatically, but just to give a little perspective, we're about the same age. He's, uh, we're only a few months apart. Okay. Um, and I think when we were cor- quarantining together, we both weren't really working. And so it was really fun. Um, and I was in school, so that's why I wasn't working and he lost his job to the pandemic. So that's why he wasn't working. And it was just like fun and rainbows and we could spend every Day together I think around six months though like six months in when I graduated I kind of started noticing like okay I gotta you know I gotta figure this thing out what am I gonna do my lease up where am I gonna go I need money stuff like that and I kind of noticed that my boyfriend wasn't having that that same kind of momentum of like trying to figure stuff out and so now we're a few months later and I'm realizing that uh, he's he's finally started making a plan of like what he wants to do with his life but I feel like it only came from me seriously asking him multiple times like dude what what the hell's going on like (laughs) Um, And so he's able to do that because he has family support and he does work a few, like he does work part-time a few hours here and there. Um, But I'm kind of getting to this point where like I have a job now, I have benefits and stuff like that. And I'm kind of noticing like, are we just completely incompatible in the things that we want? And I really just have this fear that He, The only reason he's seriously considering his career and life stuff now is because I was like, dude, what the hell's going on? (laughs) You haven't been working for, you know, the greater part of a year, like, what do you wanna do? And so I guess I just need perspective on uh, how to handle the situation. Cause now I'm getting to the point where I'm getting a little bit of like a control freak where every time he asks me for advice, I'm kind of like just let me do it because now I'm at the point where I don't really, I don't want to say I don't have faith, but I I'm kind of losing faith that he's gonna like move at the pace that I would want him to.
0: It sounds like maybe there's like a bigger issue than just his um, lack of motivation. You know what what are because the the job part is like one thing, right? You know, and and he can also be insecure about losing his job. And, and sometimes we are surprised by how people react. You, you know, you're, you, it sounds like you would be the type of person who's like, well, if I'm going to be insecure about, it, if I lost my job, I'm going to do a bunch of things of put myself in a situation to get a new job. And that makes a lot of sense, but some people mm-hmm. kind of do it differently. They will act like they don't care or and maybe just feel lazy or act lazy because it's just easier to pretend they don't want a job or they're just using this time for themselves or to focus on a new relationship rather than you know put themselves out there and try to find a new job only to get rejected again. So there's right. there's that too. So he's going through something so that's it would be normal for him to maybe like handle this stressful time in a way that might be different than how you handle it. So that's just a different kind of how they pro he, how he processes his feelings. It's good that you're self-aware in this, the sense that um, maybe you're reacting to his struggle in a way that you don't, you don't even know is the healthiest approach getting frustrated with him or dismissive or acting like, you know, saying, well, let me just do it. when he's asking for advice is definitely not the way to go because you're discounting right. his ability. You're, you're, you're indirectly suggesting that you don't have faith in them. You know more than anything, I think we want from our partners that people believe in us. Like if if I were, you know, you're dating someone and you're you're just like, there's being lazy, and then there's just like, well, you don't think I can actually do this, so that's why you're doing it. If he doesn't feel like he be, you be, he believes in you, then that that's going to be a big problem. That's just going to snowball to other problems, and and then you know you guys will just separate. But other than the job yeah. part, and listen, like we've said this before, like someone's motivation is a quality that people are attracted to or not attracted to. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you are someone who finds motivated people attractive, then and 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 he might just in general not be an overly motivated person. You know, maybe he you know, like I said, if his family comes from money, his sense of urgency just isn't there. Maybe he's just not your guy. You know, But you just have to decide, is this something he's going through or is this just kind of who he is and that. Yeah.
4: And I think that's the the fear because he just based off like how long he was in college and different things, like he's really at the beginning of his career. So I don't really have a lot to draw back on. Like, I don't have enough like data to say, is this just a hard time in your life? Like we're all going through, or is this is this how you are? And I think like we have different backgrounds. Like I said, he has family support. And I think one of the things that I'm nervous about is that question, is he just going through something or is this the way he is? Because it kind of feels like maybe there's this value mismatch because I feel like I grew up where I had to figure things out and be financially independent at a much earlier age than he has had to. And it just makes me nervous that like our priorities aren't aligned. And so kind of the the like meta issue that I'm running into is like I I understand there's a compatibility thing about motivation and whatever, but I'm feeling so anxious and insecure. You know, is this who he is or is this a moment that I like? I can't even take the time to like evaluate if it's a compatibility thing, because I'm so anxious all the time that like everything is going to go wrong and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to miss all of the signs. And so I just need a little perspective. I think the perspective thing is like, how do I get so out of, how do I get out of my head long enough to see if this is a compatibility issue or if this is just like me kind of being a little controlling because I'm in a moment of uncertainty.
0: Well, there you go. Well, I think the perspective is is like you're identifying maybe some of your shortcomings is that sounds like you recognize maybe your ability to come across as maybe a little controlling. And you might be the dominant personality in the relationship. And so just recognizing it allows you to, you know, hopefully stop doing that. It's, it, you haven't been dating this guy this yeah. long, right? So you recognize that there might be things that you're seeing that don't necessarily define him as a person or the relationship. You recognize that this could be uh, just a very unique period in in your lives. So you got a pandemic. You get the fact that he lost his job. No one likes to lose their job. It's a very, it makes us feel very vulnerable. And when we're vulnerable, we have a hard time being ourselves. I think if you choose to date, continue to date your boyfriend, I think, yeah, try to chill out you don't focus on your career. It's still your career. You know, Who, regardless of if if you if you work it out with this guy, you're not his mom. Right. You're not his guidance counselor. You're not his mentor. So stop acting like all those things from time to time. It sounds like you recognize that you might have a tendency of doing it. Let him figure it out. If you're going to be his girlfriend, support him. Tell him that you believe in him. Make him feel like you believe in him. You know, don't be his mom or his dad who like has a kid who comes home and's like, Hey dad, can you help me with your homework? And it's just easier for you to do their homework or something, you know? <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. you know, or your mom, you know, whatever it is, like, just be his girlfriend. I don't care if you're a guy or a girl, we all like to feel like our partners believe in us and that they're there to support us. If he asks for advice, give him the advice he's asking for and just stop. If he's asking you to listen, listen, and then focus on your career and, if you spend six more months in this relationship to get to know them a little bit better and it doesn't work out, it's fine. You know, The perspective mm-hmm. I think maybe you need to really focus on is that you don't have to figure out everything in the next six months or a year. And in an investment in this relationship that might not work out, you're still probably gonna learn something from it, right? You can't get all the answers right now. Yeah. You know, As someone who has a tendency of being controlling, you're that's your issue. You're trying to control the future. You're trying to predict the future now. You're trying to say, well, what data do I have right now? And can, do I have enough data to figure out, am I going to be happy with this person in a year or two years or or am I not? Well, we, we might not have all the data that we need to. We almost never have all the data, especially in a new relationship. Mm-hmm. So do you like them enough to keep hanging out with the guy? Do, <laughs> do you like them?
4: I do. I really like them.
0: Yeah. So I think maybe just try to chill out a little bit. You're, you're, and it sounds like with your own professional life, you're still figuring out stuff, you know, like, are you, do you currently have your dream job or your current career? Is it, it's you're still kind of in this growth padding yourself, right? You're-
4: yeah. Cause I just graduated from my graduate program. So this is my right. first job out. So yeah, I think I'm just projecting all of the pressure I put on myself exactly. onto him, knowing that we're not at the same point. And I'm just like, I think you, you nailed it. Like I'm, trying to get all the answers now. And it's kind of making me (laughs) crazy in a person I don't like. So yeah, I guess, do you have any tips for what can I do to distract myself? Like, I feel like I need to fake it till I make it. And I'm just like, how can I fake it in terms of like chilling out until I actually, cause right now I've tried not to be overbearing but my thoughts are still kind of crazy. Does he
0: talk about his dreams or what he wants to do or things he thinks he might want to do? Does he at least think about those things or is he just kind of like, I don't really give a shit.
4: He's a very vague. And I think that's one of the things like, he's like, I want to get married and have a house and kids. I'm like, cool. What else? And he's like, I don't really know.
0: Well, he might not know yet.
4: And he doesn't. And I think that's my brain goes to the negative of like, if you don't know, it means you don't care. And it's like, knowing him as a person, I don't think he doesn't care. I think he just
0: He just might not know. know. I mean, a lot of people don't know in their mid to early 20s of what they want to do with their lives. They're just kind of figuring it out. A lot of people, you know, they'll They'll go to college and then they'll choose a major based on what they think they like or maybe their parents told them to choose it and then they'll do that major and they'll hate it or something or maybe they'll do the major and, you know, it's fine and then they'll get a job in that major and then hate that job. I was an accounting major. I fucking hated it, you know, right. and then you just kind of have to live your life to figure out what you actually do and don't like based off of the choices you make, right? Because a lot of times when we're younger, we're making choices based off the things that we think we're supposed to do or our parents tell us, right? Um, mm-hmm. So he, he might. He might, because, of you know, and you t- mentioned your background, because you were forced to be more self-sufficient earlier in life, you were forced to, like, face some of those questions earlier on, right, and kind of mm-hmm. hold yourself accountable. And maybe he was a little bit, not necessarily spoiled or pampered, but he led a, maybe a little easier life than you, and so he was able to kind of, like, not think about that. Maybe he just, you know, he trusted his parents and the people around him who said, you're going to go to college and you're going to do this, and he's like, okay, guess I'll do this, right? And now he's kind of faced with actually asking yeah. him himself these questions. You know, he's kind of a, he's a more transitional period than you are. So if you like him yeah. and and the relationship is relatively healthy, you enjoy spending time with him, I would focus on that. I would yeah. I would express gratitude to those things that you have and 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 complain less about what you don't have. And the little things you can do in the moment, definitely uh, don't badger him you know, maybe chill out on this topic. Like, I don't, don't ignore the red Mm -hmm. flags, right? Because if you're ultimately attracted to a motivated person, that might be what could end this relationship. But you don't feel confident enough to know that's who he is at this point. Right. And I think, you know, a good practice for you would be learning how to try to be supportive. It's hard sometimes to be supportive because sometimes we try to be supportive and really fuck up. You know, guys do it a lot, right? You know, we our girlfriends will like talk to us and be like, "Let me ex." I just want to vent, and you're just like, "Great, let me ignore what you are saying to me, and let me just <laughs> tell you what I think you should do." We do that all the time as guys, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and even though we're we have the best intentions of being supportive, we end up frustrating our partner more. Focus on your career right now because there's you you have a lot of questions about the things that you want to do. You know, you don't have everything figured out either, so. Focus on what you can control, and that is your career. Let him focus on his stuff. And in the meantime, just be supportive. Let him know that you believe in him. And 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 as far as that goes, yeah, fake it till you make it.
4: Yeah. Even okay. if you're like, I don't know if I totally believe in you, but just <laughs>
0: let it's nice to hear. It's so nice. I mean, I think it sometimes is is we have such a tendency in relationships to, you know, pick on and like we like to tease each other. And sometimes it's how we show affection. But like, I don't think we take enough time in relationships to like let the other po- person know that we're dating, that you believe in them and that you're proud of them yeah. and that you compliment the things that they do, you know, um, whatever it is. And and that he it sounds like he could use a confidence boost maybe right now. And and as his girlfriend, yeah, you could you could go a long way him. to to make him feel more confident.
4: That's a I I appreciate your take. I think like it's hard to talk about these things with him because obviously it's very sensitive for him. And I'm just like, I just need some person, I need a third party view. So yeah, I think you're right. I think just being truly supportive, not supportive in name as something I can work on and just like trusting the process because everything is good. And I don't, I'm not just saying that, like I can write a tangible list of everything that's really great. So I think maybe I just, I'm gonna chill out and, let it run its course and just see what happens.
0: It's uh, it's really nice to express a sense of pride in the person you're dating. And it makes people feel mm-hmm. real good when they hear that from their, from their partner. Yeah. So, so give that a shot. And in the meantime, if nothing changes and he does seem to get lazier and lazier and there's really mm-hmm. no motivation and he seems in, the in more than anything, if he's, you find that he's content with how things are, that's a red flag, right? but it doesn't sound like you're entirely sure he's even content with the way things are. This is, might be how he's handling a very vulnerable time in his life, but eventually he's going to have to pick up himself up and, and get going. And, and so if like in a year or something, he's still the same way, then maybe you guys aren't compatible, but yeah, try to be, his. Okay, well, try to be a healthy support system and, and see if that changes things.
4: Yeah. Well, thanks. I'm a great, uh, big fan of the show. So I appreciate you. Thanks
0: for listening. Congratulations on, on uh, finishing your graduate program. Um, that's pretty cool. Um, and, uh, yeah, sounds like you might be, and this is a compliment to you, but you, you could be an intimidating person, right? You know, you've worked really hard, you've (laughs) accomplished a lot. And, uh, you know, sometimes guys can be intimidated by that a little bit, you know, he lost his job and here's his girlfriend kicking ass, you know, He he can, he'll be fine with it and he can be fine with it, but make him feel good about himself.
4: Yeah, I will. Okay.
0: All right. Thanks, Nick. Best of luck. Take care. How's it going?
5: Pretty good. Um, My name is Tori and I'm 20.
0: How can I help Tori?
5: And I guess I'll start by just giving you a little backstory. Great. So I've been talking to this guy for a few months. Uh, It's been going really well. I'm really excited about it. This is the first kind of relationship I've had so far. I've been mostly just focusing on school, but there are like a few things I'm a little worried about. So we met because we go to colleges in the same city. Um, We've been hanging out, but he lives across the country. So obviously like during breaks and stuff, he goes home. And before he met me, he decided that he wanted to transfer to a new school closer to home next year. Meaning in the summer, he will be going home For the foreseeable future. And I don't know if I'd ever see him again. Um, and I could possibly do like long distance, but I just don't think that's for me. Um, So that's kind of one problem. And another thing is that right now his friends aren't too happy with us hanging out. They want to keep their bubble pretty small, which makes sense because of COVID, but um, I am like getting tested at my school. So it's just like frustrating for me because it seems like they're trying to make him choose between them and me so i guess my question for you is do you think it's worth continuing this relationship just so i can get good experience because i've never really had that before even though there's kind of an expiration date on it because i'm kind of planning on ending it before summer and even like with all the stresses with his friends and stuff that's just like a huge headache and makes it really hard for us to hang out so yeah that's like my first question but I'm also kind of wondering, um, if you have advice for like a new relationship, because that's also a little stressful, like being committed to someone. Like that's just not something I'm used to that. Well, it's making me want to pull back and I just don't want to self-sabotage.
0: Yeah. I think it's good that you're, I mean, you're self-aware to recognize it's your first relationship, you know, which sounds obvious, but it sounds like knowing that it's your first relationship, you, you sound aware that, you know, you're, you're learning as you go. And like yeah. anything, if you learn as you go, you're you're going to get some things right and some things wrong. Right? So it's good to know that because sometimes when we meet someone for the first time, we fall in love, a lot of people have an, you know the tendency to be like, "Oh my god, I'm so in love and it's our love is so powerful, we will face anything and and." It feels that way, but that's not in reality. So to answer yeah. your first question, I mean, if you're saying like, "Hey, there's there's an end date there's an expiration date on this relationship that's kind of natural so in the meantime i'll just keep talking to a guy i enjoy talking to and and when it ends it ends and like you said maybe you're just really kind of getting experience communicating with a guy talking about your feelings right it's it's good to understand yourself how you are in relationships and and so you can kind of just be in tune to your feelings. So like that kind of self-awareness, right, of, of knowing it will, will end and, and how do you feel about these situations and how you communicate could be a really good learning experience. You know, the okay. risk is, you know, we like to lie to ourselves about how care, how much we care about situations or how little we care about situations and. If you if that is the case, you could be setting yourself up some real disappointment in the future when it does end. You know, it's just like, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I don't really care. I know he's going to be gone. And and ending it now versus waiting until you're more emotionally invested, you know, uh, could make it harder to move on. You know, because a lot of the times when we break up with relationships, we think about how much time we invested in the relationship and and have that make. And that makes the, the breakup sometimes harder. We shouldn't, but it's just—it's easier said than done not to. So it's its fine if you do. I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with it. As far as friends go, I mean, it's pretty common, you know, when you're younger. You know, friends can be clicky and especially when guys and, and they all start meeting new girlfriends. The guys get to see less of their friend or spend less time and, and they feel like less of a priority. It's a little ter- territorial. COVID or not, that's not the first time. I mean first time I got a girlfriend, it was like, Mm -hmm. yeah, my friends were kind of pissed. It was like, we'd never see you again, you know? And then my friends got a girlfriend and it was the same thing, you know, it it all kind Mm -hmm. of happened. So I think it's good that you are uh, self-aware about it. And it's most likely whether he was moving or not, or whether his friends were welcoming chances were, he wasn't going to be your guy, you know? Yeah. You're 20 maybe who knows, but you know, one out of five or something. So, um, yeah, I, I think you you're you're welcome to keep hanging out with this guy, but just know that you might be risk. You know, is there a part of you that's convincing yourself to do that because you really just don't want to let him go or because you just you you really like him? Is is there a risk on that? I mean, how much do you like him?
5: I do like him a lot, but I I know that as time goes on I'm going to like him more and more. Yeah. So that's why I'm hesitating because I don't want to set myself up for heartbreak. But right now it's not like I don't, I'm not like in love with him or falling in love with him or anything like that. It's definitely not very serious right now. I just don't, I I don't know how it's going to be like in the summer. uh,
0: Another approach that you could maybe take, right, is Mm -hmm. because sometimes we find ourselves in situations that, you know, maybe you've committed more time or maybe you've been dating someone for a few years and you're invested and, and you feel like the relationship's pulling away. And sometimes we have a hard time. We kind of do the opposite of what we feel like we should do. Like some, you know, sometimes we, we we give more, you know. We we push mm-hmm. more, and then that that just kind of pushes the person away. So because you're, you you like him, you know he's moving. Maybe this be a good time for you to just end it, right? Very maturely, mm-hmm. and just say, hey, listen. Let's just be honest with what this is. I really like you, but here are the reasons why I think maybe we should just end it now before we, you know, get more hurt. See how he responds to that. He might just be like, you know what, mm-hmm. you're right. You know, I I probably should just I just want to focus on my friends and and family at home. And and that might be tough, tough to hear, but that's okay Like that would be actually a great answer to young people being kind of mature about their situation. And yeah, or maybe he responds in a way where it might surprise you. He's like, well, actually, I'd really I really like spending time with you. I really, really miss you. And so uh, that will certainly. I think help you learn or recognize that, you know, uh, when you're not getting what you want in a relationship, Uh, You can hold your partner accountable, you know, it's like, you know, play games, but you're just like, all right, if you want to prioritize your friends, that's okay. Like right now, maybe your friends are a priority in your life. And if you, whatever your age is, if you're going to be in a committed relationship, you should, you, there's an expectation of that person making you a priority to a certain priority to a certain degree. This may be a good opportunity to kind of get good at setting expectations for yourself in a relationship you know, and mm-hmm. you can have a conversation with someone while you like them, you recognize there's a good chance it could end anyway. So you're kind of playing with house money, so to speak. It's almost that mm-hmm. practice of like saying, hey, I like you, but I, I want X, Y, and Z in a relationship. I think that's super reasonable. Totally fine if you don't want to give it to me, but I want to find someone who does. Mm-hmm. And it might be a good practice for you to say that to someone who you like, because I think it's important yeah. for everyone in a relationship to be able to Set their expectations of of how much of a priority they w- expect to be in a relationship.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: So okay. that might be the most productive approach, <laughs> because st- just keep continue to do this, just for for fun, does run yeah. the risk, like you said, of becoming more invested, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I think in this period, you should be as honest with him as possible about your feelings, and and then see where it goes. Give them an opportunity to respond. But you definitely have no reason to pretend to not care about things. and You have no reason to pretend to like, I'm just going to play it cool and just be chill because I don't want to like make anything wavier that needs to be if it's going to end. I think you should do the opposite approach. I think you should be as honest as you want or you should be as you should be totally honest, express your feelings, whatever they are. And and get good at communicating those feelings with someone that you are interested in. Cause that's probably a, that's a, that's a skill a lot of people we we don't practice or start doing until we get a little older and more comfortable. And you, and you're kind of in a situation where, you know, it's like, fuck it. I'm just going to be honest. What do I have to lose? I think it's going to end anyways. I'll just tell them how I feel.
5: Yeah.
0: So I would Wait, maybe well, do that. That makes
5: a lot of sense. Okay. <laughs> that helps. And I think um the other part to my question is, So I am really excited about him and I like him, but sometimes I do feel myself like pulling away just because everything's like new and I'm not used to talking to someone like all the time and like being committed to someone in that way. And, um, so I don't want to like self-sabotage and like, and ruin it for myself, like not even just with this relationship, just like in the future, because I feel like I do that a lot when I'm like talking to someone, I'm just like, Oh, it's just easier. It'd be easier just to be by myself. You know what I mean?
0: You're 20. There's a time in yeah. our lives sometimes to be selfish. And I think that's okay. You know, I think sometimes when we're younger and like, we're like, well, I'd like a boyfriend now. And so we feel like I should have a boyfriend. And, you know, I want to be a good girlfriend or I want to be a good boyfriend. So these are sacrifices I need to make. Again, because if you are going to be in a committed relationship, you're going to have to make some sacrifices. You're going to have to make them a priority to a certain degree. And you want to be made a priority. Maybe now's not a time for you to be dating if that's how you feel. Right. Because Mm -hmm. maybe right now it's like, I want to focus on school. I want to casually date. I want to, you can casually date and make your, like right now, it's better for me to make my needs a priority because of the goals I have. And that's okay. There's a time and a place uh, of when you want to make certain sacrifices or when you don't want to. If you Mm -hmm. do really like someone and you, you just have to decide whether you're willing to sacrifice some of your own free time, you know, your personal time, your alone time, you know, And it's just a matter, it's just an exercise on getting good at prioritizing the things you want in your life. You know, I don't know if that's necessarily self-sabotage than just being honest with yourself about, like, what's most important to you and the goals that you have in the immediate future. I mean, what's the likelihood? Are are you trying to settle down at, like, 22, 23? I mean, it could happen, but is that a goal for you?
5: No, I definitely don't want to do that anytime
0: All right, so it's not even a goal. So if it happens, it happens. But right now, it sounds like maybe... Your school and the things you want to do is the bigger priority. And so right now, just kind of be up front and casually date and be very chill. You'll that'll be very probably attractive for a lot of guys. Be like, oh, she doesn't even care. She's so indifferent about being (laughs) around me, you know, like that will. And uh, but just so. That's a great opportunity for you to learn how to just be honest with your feelings, you know, and just be very direct. You'll be surprised. The more honest and direct you are about where you stand on things, you, people find that be, to be very attractive. Yeah. And then when you are in a relationship and you really like a guy, um, you know, sometimes you just have to be okay with being disappointed. You know, sometimes we self-sabotage because we're a little worried that someone's not. It's our egos saying, "I don't, I'm worried this person doesn't like me as much as we want them to like us. And so we'll just remove ourselves before we can find out the truth. So you just have to you know face that reality and just yeah. be okay that like someone's not going to like you at some point. At some getting your heart broken broken's <laughs> good. From time to time it's good to feel some loss and and make you kind of appreciate the things you have when you have them. So but right now I think for you it's just uh, it's okay to wanna casually date and keep things pretty low key and chill.
5: Sounds good. Thank you so much yeah. for your advice. It helped a lot.
0: No problem. All right, have a good one. Best of luck.
5: Yeah, thank you. You too. All right, (laughs) bye-bye.
0: Well, thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate it as always for tuning in. Be sure to check us out tonight for our bachelor recaps. And again on Wednesday with a new surprising guest you won't want to miss. Don't forget to send your questions at asknick at castmedia.com. Cast with a K. Subscribe. five stars. All that fun stuff. We will see you tomorrow.